वन स्मॉल स्टेप इन इनकम अ जॉन्ट लीप इन एक्सपेंसिस यस लेज इन जेंटमेन बॉयज एंड गर्ल्स इंडिया इज सेट टू सी अ न्यू वेव ऑफ पे राइज ग्रोथ इंक्रीमेंट हाई सैलरी वट डज दिस मीन डज इट मीन मोर एक्सपेंसिस डज इट ऑल्सो मीन मोर ई एम आईज मोर बैड डेथ्स मोर वेकेशन ट्रिप्स रेस्टोरेंट विजिट्स बाइंग कार्स लैपटॉप्स एल ई डीज ब्लोइंग अवे क्रेडिट लिमिट्स कैस यू गेट द ड्रिफ्ट Yet on the other hand, it's time to get into the wicked zone, which means is this the right time for you to leave your job and look for another job? Imagine the last run salary becoming your platform to ask for a raise again. A double promotion awaits you. So what could be the impact of this? Let's find out. Okay, before I start this joy ride this is going to be a free flowing discussion there is no structure there is no one two three bullet points so whatever that you hear is spontaneous here on what i'm about to say is something that you are already experiencing already know or if you don't know then hey wake up and smell the cappuccino the only place you can or only time that you can negotiate is while you are accepting a job right once you are inside once you sign on the dotted line once you are across the aisle then the right of refusal lies with the management and then you can only ask for it plead for it you know do holds all sort of things but the discretion lies with the management the challenge of the management is simple that there is a limited money to give who do they give it they can't give it to everybody and if they do then the general percentage is less and if they give to one or two people then the majority of the people are unhappy either ways even if you had given more people would still be unhappy <laughs> on the other side the employer and the sorry the employee is perpetually underpaid right globally there is no two ways about that people are perpetually overworked and underpaid or so they believe so they think i've been here for 2 years 3 years i've seen the average increment to be of 5% 7% tops and if i were to look for another job i would get 30% like 30% but basis what let's that's a separate conversation right did the hr association of india stipulate that if you change a job you ought to get a 30% hike no there's no such mandates i don't know where you know whenever you talk to the recruiters or even the job seekers they tend to say oh, how much do you expect ah the standard 30% are but who said 30% i didn't say it hr didn't say it but it's a generally acceptable uh, trend or baselining i mean why not 70% you know if 30% can be an argument why not 70% and likewise on the other side why not 10% so all that is uh, anyways we are digressing all i'm saying is so the notion that the job seeker has is that well i'll take a 10% hike or 5% hike internally and once i have that then i'll go for the double shot as in look for another role which will give me another 30% so 30 plus 10 i get a 40% raise in income doing almost a similar role and so it is amazingly lucrative there are many sub sets of this also so when they have some of the job seekers what they do the common mistakes they do is they will go to the employer and say hey if you don't give me a raise i'm leaving it's like threatening the company and most of them you know are let go but you know they think that they are so indispensable that if they say i'm leaving the project will collapse or the department won't function as it turned out <laughs> the company still continued the project still happened and everything 
but he was happy and you'll end up finding yourself in another job where yes you did get that 20% hike or whatever but you had to reset the equation all over again where you got to prove yourself that you are a good employee good performer highly talented and so on so forth and then the next raise comes at least 2 years later and so people land up frequently changing jobs to jump the uh, pay cycle pay scale in doing so they risk a whole lot of things let's find out the common if thread across 90% of the cases is frying pan to fire that's the general feedback i tend to get hey i changed a job i thought to be better yes the pay is little better but only marginally what i saw in the ctc is not what i'm getting as take home you know their pay structure and deductions are totally different oh i didn't know had i known this i wouldn't have taken this and the basic difference is like i used to get say 50000 rupees in hand now i'm getting 55000 rupees in hand it doesn't seem like a 20% raise <laughs> that seems to be the common common i mean 9 on 10 people complain on that and those who don't they said yes it's very exciting the pay is really good but now the management is very difficult i am completely at sea this new job brings new problems it brings new challenges it brings a new facets to the story that i had not thought of what am i going to do and many cases they regret is like a buyer's remorse like uh, i need to get back to this old job especially those set of people who have done the same job for a long period of time they get withdrawal symptoms 6 months into a new job like oh god the earlier job was still better it was a familiar environment i love the place the desktop was fine the cubicle was great my colleagues were new me i knew lot of people all those things you give up on route to this new job new experience in the hope of getting to a higher pay bracket and why do you want to get into a higher pay bracket because you have higher emis does that go away with the new job no it doesn't because you take on more emis you get yourself further into the debt trap but therefore you need more money to sustain and that's how careers get impacted so in the new job when you land up people already understand that you're getting paid much more than your previous job the hr clearly knows that and so do some of your colleagues who will be the smart alex who will find out exactly how much more you are getting and they will go and talk to their managers and how come a newcomer is getting more salary than my than the people who are existing here and performing and there is immediately bad blood without even having to say hello now given that you can choose to ignore that and say it's not my problem what can i do you didn't negotiate that's your problem but you in the back of your mind you know this is what your future awaits in 2 years time and so you are already fluttering from you know day 5 like okay now that the training and initial orientation and everything is over now i'm thinking ha huh, this uh, seems a little more stickier than i thought and you begin this journey of proving yourself in a new organization new department all over again along with that comes new challenges new problems the product is not the same because there is a different uh, way to pitch it there is a different way to explain it along with that complexity comes a new set of objections and then earlier you were comfortable or just about getting comfortable dealing with those objections now your mind is bombarded with new objections to handle then there's a new cultural aspect right oh that company culture was like this but here people are so cutthroat people are so uh, you know in your face and i don't know how to deal with that people never factor in all of these 
things. Somewhere they think just if I get more money, my pain threshold goes up. My pain threshold goes up. I can accept anything. I can do everything. Except when they land in that position, they realize that is not their cup of tea. And there have been instances, those set of people who stayed back and said, no, I will continue this journey. I will see where it takes me. And they are perceived in two different ways. One, oh, you had nowhere else to go. And so you stuck around. Two, you have the resilience and you stuck around, you showed loyalty. And so therefore you now get the promotion. So when you see some of the very senior promotions that happened are given to those people who have a long role tenure. They've been in the role for seven years, 10 years, and then they get the top job because they now speak the company language. They understand the organization in and out have developed some degree of equity within the company, within the stakeholders, internally and externally. And those are the people who get the top billing, the top dollar. Now put yourself in that trajectory and see that, oh, in the last 10 years, I have done like six job changes. Do I warrant that top job now? No. So people often mistake making multiple job changes in zero to 10 years and then aspiring to get the top billing or the top job in, at the 11th year or the 15th year mark. And they, and when they don't get it, they get frustrated. Like, why did I not get this? I needed more money. And while doing this, asking for more money, asking for more money, you land up in a pay bracket, which puts a lot of pressure on you in reverse. What means is you land up outpricing yourself. What does that mean? Let's find out. Simply put, outpricing yourself means if a role has a particular compensation bracket, you are at least 10-15% higher than the average compensation being paid for that role, for that relevant experience. And so if the average for a business development executive is at say 5 lakhs, for somebody who's got three or four years of experience, for example, and if you suddenly land a job which is offering you nine lakhs or 10 lakhs, then you are kind of outpricing yourself in the pay scale. Now, if you can sustain that till the end of your career, great. However, what usually happens is there are along the course of the journey, there are times when things don't go according to plan. There are layoffs, there could be performance issues, there could be health issues, a whole bunch of things which could kind of pose a challenge to your career. And then taking a step back becomes incredibly difficult. What I'm trying to say here is when you land up in a higher economic zone, for lack of a better expression there, what happens is there are fewer companies who can afford that salary, right? So you did this for two years, you outpriced yourself in the market, some market was offering five lakhs, you jumped onto a nine lakh bracket or a 10 lakh bracket, almost double what the average market rate was. And then suddenly found yourself out of a job and then you start applying again. And there are very few companies who offer somebody with three, four years of work experience a 10 lakh rupee bracket. Then you have to accept a eight lakh or a seven lakh rupee uh, bracket, which becomes very difficult. Mentally, emotionally, psychologically, it becomes a very, it looks like you've got demoted, looks like you've missed an opportunity. So there is this psychological aspect to deal with when you engage in such situations. Now, it's a very tricky thing, right? It's a very, you think, what is the guarantee? Why would you even look at it like that? If you've managed to have an opportunity, grab it with both hands and make the most of it. Make hay while the sun shines and why expect there will be detours and, you know, setbacks along the way. There are enough of examples 
who have not had a setback and you could be one of them that is an absolutely a fair call let me say that very clearly that's absolutely a fair call with one condition apply that if shit hits the fan then you don't crack up okay as long as you are aware of that it's an informed decision air quotes on that underscore that underline that it's an informed conscious decision you're, this is not something that you're convincing anybody or someone in front of you it is a conversation you're having with yourself that if tomorrow if by any chance there is some kind of setback and i have to scale back a little bit i will not get derailed mentally i will not disintegrate i'll not get shattered if you are confident of that absolutely you can take a chance especially early in your career keeping in mind that the market correction will happen at some point in time or later very rarely do we see someone some market anomaly last the entire distance of 30 years finally a word of caution for all you job seekers out there getting a pay rise a pay hike is a fantastic thing but having a financial discipline is a fabulous thing it is far better so if you maintain financial discipline right from get go that say 22% of your income goes in investments of your take home goes in investments and growing wealth purchasing assets then most likely by the 10th or 12th year of your existence you may never need to depend on salary as a source of income the wealth creation is such that your security mental security will stem from all the return of investments that you have planned all these years remember making the first crore is incredibly difficult from zero to reaching a 1 crore mark might take you 12 years but the distance from that 1 crore to 2 crore is not going to take another 12 years because of the compounding effect you probably get it in 4 years time and then that will reduce to 2 years time and then then the fourth crore will might even happen in 1 years time and so it progressively becomes easier and that's a math which is proven if you need more details you can look it up online how can you search how can you invest wisely and so to latch on to this jobs thinking that this is the whole and soul of it and if i don't get more money how will i pay so much of emis and clear my debts dude why do you have so much of debts in the first place if you there is no limit to buying there is no limit to buying you can just go and buy the world you will reach a stage if you plan your life well if you plan your finances well you will reach a stage when there will be nothing to buy immediately you know there could be replacement devices which will which you know get desupported or outdated what have you but there will be nothing new to buy you have a laptop you have a phone you have a refrigerator air conditioner television all the basic material goods are there what else do you buy you know so all of these things will happen but you need not buy all of these things all at once <laughs> so there is timing if you time it well and plan it with your financial discipline then your job dependency will become lesser or this pay hike or pay raise madness will not impact your productivity your life at work well that's all the time i had for this episode of bus talk i hope you like this free flowing spontaneous thought but if you don't i will revert back to a structured i mean i would have structured this as the employer point of view the employee point of view the general truth and so on and so forth but i decided to go free flow and see how it works 
I'll wait for some feedback if you like this kind of a free flowing because it will go a little here and there and so one will have to follow the conversation closely but if you want it to be the traditional way I'm more than happy to do that either ways let me know your thoughts suggestions comments your experiences your last pay hike how did that go and where are you right now on that note stay well stay safe you know where to find me on my social media handles on ionism that hashtag a y a n i s m that's ionism you can find me on twitter or ionisms you can go on social media searches and you can find that all these podcasts are available both on the android or the ios versions or any other software platform or application that you so choose please do share this with a set of people who care, who would love to hear, who need to hear a simple, straightforward, no mumbo jumbo kind of a straight talk like Bus Talk. Till we meet again, this is your host Ian and you were listening to Bus Talk. Peace out.